Hi, King's Church family. Hope you're all well. Welcome to another King's Daily from here in sunny Pouringland. Um, we're coming to the end of our walk through 2 Corinthians. We're in the kind of penultimate verses today. Um, we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11 to 13. It says this, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All God's people here send their greetings. There's been some tough talk in the last few verses. There's been some stuff that needs addressing. That section in my Bible is headed up final warnings, like I have to constantly give my kids. But this is final greetings. This is the stuff that Paul wants to stick in people's minds. And the first thing he says is rejoice. Pursue joy. In Jesus, there's always something to be joyful for. And Paul wants us to be joyful. And then he outlines some final commands for living well together as his body, if you like. And, and the thing that jumps out at me the most in, in my Bible, in the NIV, it says strive for full restoration. I love that. I don't know if you watch the same programs on telly that I do, but I love the uh, home building, house building, restorations uh, programs on telly. Um, with people like George Clark, the restoration man, he's got a new one out called Remarkable Restorations, or maybe Grand Designs with Kevin McLeod, where people are building new homes or they're restoring old buildings and transforming them into homes and you get to follow the project through and stuff always goes wrong. If it, if it doesn't go wrong, it doesn't make good telly, but stuff always goes wrong. And often they find people finish with half finished restoration projects. When the project has ground to a halt, um, often the people doing it have run out of resources. They've, they've run out of money and everything stops. And, and it's a huge disappointment. It makes great TV, which is a little bit sick, if we're honest with each other, but it does. It makes good TV, but it's a huge disappointment. Their vision for their home is delayed or, or an end is put to it completely. And that helps me to understand a little bit what Paul is, is getting at when he says strive for full restoration. We're human. You know, if we're involved closely with each other in each other's lives, like God intended for his church to be, we fall out with each other from time to time. It's inevitable, actually. Um, it happens. It's not great, but it happens. And, and reconciliation and, and restoration is hard work. It's often prevented by our own um, selfish uh, human pride, if, if we're honest, if, if I'm honest, that's, that's how I am. It's how it is with me. I, I think I'm right or I refuse to back down or I, I feel hurt by someone and I feel like I want to retaliate. But I notice a, a lot of relationships within the church, there's no restoration that takes place when there's damage and brokenness or there's just partial restoration. Perhaps people have agreed just to be civil to one another. 
or even agreed to disagree. That's a phrase we hear batted around a lot, right? But I'm not sure that's what Paul is encouraging here. He says here, be of one mind. That means to agree with one another. That means we're singing off the same hymn sheet. And I think there's a clue to knowing whether that relationship is fully restored or not. Paul says, greet each other with a holy kiss. And when that passes through our, our cultural filter, it maybe doesn't translate particularly well to us British people. We don't greet each other with a kiss. Um, not really, not normally. Um, but we do hug or we elbow each other at the moment. Um, but I think Paul is saying there's a level of physical intimacy that's required to demonstrate that you're of one mind, that you're truly together and you're in agreement with each other. And so hugging is a good litmus test, actually, whether a relationship has been restored or not. Can you give them a hug? We, we say that to our kids um, when they fall out with each other and they apologise and they sort it out. And then we say, right, can you give them a hug? And so when you're done, you know, talking it through and, and you've apologised to one another and you've forgiven each other, can you give them a hug? And Paul says, um, after that, he says, and the God of love and peace will be with you. And so the reason we're able to reconcile with each other in the first place, the reason we're able to love each other fully and to live in peace and agreement with each other is because that's how God is towards us. That's how God has chosen to be in relationship with us. Sam Storms in his writing on these passages, he puts it like this. God is always present to fulfill in us whatever he requires from us. God is always present to fulfill in us whatever he requires from us. God not only commands, but supplies the resources. I love that. I love it. In Ephesians 4, 32, Paul says something similar. He says, be kind. That's, that's big in our culture at the moment. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Maybe you're wrestling with a broken, damaged relationship at the moment. Maybe it's a spouse or a parent or your children. It might be a church leader or, or team member or, or a close friend. And maybe you feel like you've run out of resources. Can I encourage us to strive, like Paul says, for full restoration, painful and, and costly, though it might be. It might mean us laying down our pride or our self-righteous thinking um, to seek and to give forgiveness for one another, simply because Jesus has forgiven us and he requires the same of us. Let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you've promised to be with us and never leave us or forsake us. I thank you that you don't treat us like our sins deserve, like it says in your word. Instead of your anger, we get your mercy. Lord, help us to remember who we are in you, Lord Jesus, and, and what that means for our relationships with each other. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you enable us. You give us the power to live as we're commanded to in your word in the Bible. Help us to listen to your prompts and nudges in our relationships with each other as we seek to follow you. We ask it in your mighty name, Lord Jesus. Amen. I bless you guys. Have a great week and see you soon.